Space Lunch Jam Podcast, baby. My name is Out of Sight. My name is Dylan Reese. It's 9.06 Saturday night. It's 9.06 on May, Saturday night. May 18th. And the people were underwritten. This is what we're doing. What's next to happen? I don't know what the fuck you're doing right now. So we just watched. <laughs> I don't know what that reference is at all. Am I, am like I late? A, it was like a Bruce Springsteen. You just made it up, right? Yeah. Okay, cool. I thought I was lost. I thought I missed something. Let's give shout outs mm. to automated auto, ads. Autoplay. Yeah. Where is that even from? ESPN.com. You're an asshole. Curry from um, all the people listening to this podcast. Dude. The people on Instagram, your boy, hit me up. It's so weird. I get hit D- up every week. Divine? Divine? Divine. Divine. He knows you. He calls you Reese. Oh, uh, Kevin DePina? Yeah. Yeah, that's that's one of my homies from college. Well, shouts to him. Shouts to, uh, uh, what's this dude's name? He's always, I'm the worst. There's people listening to this podcast, basically, so thank you. Yeah, there's another guy who's always hit me up, and he's a, I think he's a, Instrumental Gray. Oh, yeah. He's uh, somewhere overseas. He's a big fan. Big fan. Yeah. Big he's a big fan. fan of the music, so it, it rolled over. Big fan of the podcast. That's my And guy. obviously, shouts. He's a Lakers fan, too. To so. Six and Dre. Shouts out to Big him. fans. Hoodie Allen. Gang. Big fan. Thanks, Hoodie Allen. Who knew? People listen to our podcast. It's, Hilarious. It's cool. The takes are getting hotter. <laughs> The weather's getting hotter. Two idiots in Bob's room talking about some good old round ball, you know? Not gonna lie, I laughed at my own Rockets rant last week. You were going the fuck off. <laughs> I was scared. I needed that. It was cathartic. Yeah. All right, well, we just watched uh, the Blazers-Warriors. Well, kinda. We and watched the Warriors. The Blazers... Win. Were, were winning for a bit. And it was almost because the Warriors were just playing so bad. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. That's how we felt. And then the Warriors in the fourth quarter just took over. It was over. So they're up 3-0. What do you got to say about this series? What, is there anything you want to say about this series? Yeah, there's one thing I want to say about mm-hmm. it. Let's end it. Let's get it over with. <laughs> I don't want to watch it anymore. Um, it seems like to me <laughs> That's that... Funny. To be, that's it. That's it. That's I don't actually. Watch that's, it anymore. that's what I want to say. Shit's over. But shout out to Myers Leonard though. A strong sixteen tonight. He did play well. Yeah. Finally. Um. It feels like the conference finals are just really boring. I'm not alone yeah. in that. Let's, right. Let's, no, I mean, look, Dame Lillard, game one, thirty-seven, nineteen points on forty percent shooting. Game two. 23 points on 37% shooting with 10 assists. They should have won game two. They blew that, yeah. They were up sure. eight, five minutes left. Warriors defense shut them down. Now game three, 19 points, 27% shooting, six assists. Dollar Dame is gassed. Yeah. Let's pack the truck up. This shit is over. All right. And we, so our last episode was before the series started, right? Right in the beginning of this conference finals. And we did not believe for one second that the Blazers had a chance. No, but <laughs> I will say, yeah, because their season's going to be over next time we have a podcast for sure. 
they surprised me a lot in this they playoffs. Did. And they're they're not that great. Nope. But they're a lot better than I thought they were. Sure. And I wouldn't have guessed to see them in the conference finals. They're top heavy. So shouts out to the Blazers. You think I mean, even if they had Nurk, they're not winning this series. Fuck no. They're just not on the same level. Here's the deal. Talent wise. Kevin Durant hasn't played yet. <laughs> so no. They're that's hilarious. <laughs> but you know, people forget. Without yeah. KD, the Warriors won 72 games. Yeah. And almost went back to back. They blew a 3-1 lead and only lost to pretty much one of the greatest individual performances of NBA basketball history in LeBron. Yeah. Putting on just, you know. Yeah, he did everything. Just, I mean, they won, they won a chip, then they won 72 games, and that was without KD. Mm-hmm. People forget. The Steph, Clay, Draymond, Killers, <gasps> champions. And they also uh, had they had Mo Spates, so don't don't cut them short. <laughs> you know. And David West. <laughs> Who else? Bogut. They got Bogut back. How is Andrew Bogut getting checks right now? It's unreal. What? What? How is that even a thing? Nostalgia. Yeah, I guess. <sighs> Anyways. Um, but yeah, I Steph. Think, I Steph think is you're right. Disgusting. Just gross. Just fourth quarter turned it on. And you're just like, it's so. Definitely witnessed some curry on curry crime earlier. Yeah, yeah, it's it happened. Seth, not not ready for his brother's moves. Got got. But he did. He is playing well though. He's been great. He's a great role player. He's really developed into like. A real NBA player. Yeah, which he's is a sick. shooter off the bench. Yeah. Um, but I agree with you. If you're a Blazer fan, and we could call Marty and ask him, but I, I think he's probably drunk and pissed at this point. <laughs> but I think overall Blazers fans are have to be, you know, satisfied. This is of like course. what this team can do. I think they're pretty much tapped out. They're they're they look over their head now. Without any major roster changes, yeah, this is it. And you know, and, the Blazers never make major ro- but roster. But to the changes. conference finals is honestly, <laughs> it's very impressive. Good job, for sure. Anyways, all right. So tomorrow, I mean, anything else you want to say? No, I'm sick of this series. It, it's been okay. Game two was a good game. It was. Tonight was. Once they lost game two, I was like, all right. Yeah, let's, let's get this going. Maybe Blazers get one on Monday. Ah, cool. We call that a gentleman sweep. That's that's what you call it. I've never heard that before, so you can... It's not mine. Ah. All I was right, hoping so... we had something at the Baseline Jam podcast, <laughs> but we're just a bunch of busters. Always. So tomorrow, <laughs> the Bucks play the Six... The Sixers. The, the Raptors. The Bucks are up two to zero in this series, but they've been protecting their home court, so they're going to Toronto. You've watched the first two games of this series. What have you seen? What do you think? It's over. Let's just let's throw the ball up. Bucks Warriors. Let's do let's do the tip. Dude, <laughs> what do you think? It's over. Dude. All right, next topic. Dude, the Raptors outplayed the Bucks completely in Game One. Yep. And somehow found a way to loss to lose. Facts. And then they got absolutely demolished in game two. Murdered. 
So what are we doing? The conference finals is just whack this year, and it sucks because this was this should be Rockets Warriors, but the Rockets ended up in that four seed. That's what I'm saying. <sighs> Would have been more intriguing. The, there was better series in round two because yeah, the um, round the, two was literally so fun. It Nugget, was like my Nuggets, favorite time Blazers of watching basketball. Was great. Yeah, Warriors Rockets obviously main event. And the Raptors Sixers. So you don't see a world where the Raptors can win tomorrow and make this interesting? No. Kawhi is only one guy. And he's How the- bad Siakam been? Dude, the Raptors are sorry. What bad. happened to him? He, he looked, realized he who really, he was. Yeah, he looked in, in the, the mirror. That's what happened. In the regular season, he was good. Cool. He's been so... Like, he, you know who else is good in the regular season? Kyle Lowry. Yeah. he. I don't think he's played well in the playoffs. He had a good game one. Awesome. And you still lost. If you get a good game out of Kyle Lowry, you better fucking he win had the game. 30. They lost. He had 16, 15. Gasol looking like. Gasol went one for nine in game two. Looking one like. One for nine. Fucking. Not good. Vitaly Popovinchenko in that oh, last game. That is a name drop. <laughs> Dude, he like couldn't even like catch the ball. Like he looked scared. I was confused. I have to admit, I feel like this is another gentleman sweep in the making. I agree. So two games in five. But we can't do a finals preview. We got to do a finals preview when the preview when the finals arrive. I agree, but they've pretty much arrived. One thing I'll say about the Bucks is now that Brogdon's back. Whew. They're fucking deep. Very. Because it's like, all right, they don't – don't tell me Chris Middleton's a good second fiddle because he's not. Mm-hmm. They don't have a second guy. But they got a bunch of dudes who can play second guy for the night. Pause. So like, No, it's true. Bledsoe and Middleton can be like your second best player on any given night. And apparently Brooke Lopez can too. Brooke Lopez game one was shooting from Steph Curry range. I was – at a fucking loss. <laughs> then Miritich is another guy yeah. who, honestly, dude, super underrated. Always. 100%. Always. That dude can get 25 anytime. Anytime. Was scoring 20 a game on the Pelicans. He's not going to do it every time. Right. But he's capable anytime. So it's like you got Bledsoe, Middleton, and like those guys are very capable of being like a very. Being like a good, a great guy on any given night with Giannis, mm-hmm. who's a given thirty points. Yep, you know, and you know, thirteen that, rebounds. He had th- last night, the other night, he had thirty and seventeen with five assists. There you go. He only took twenty shots, got to the free throw line twelve times. That sounds about what he does. Easy, oh. easy plus minus a seventeen for those stat geeks out there. You know, but you got Miritich, another guy like. He can hit threes. Middleton is solid. Lopez can hit threes. Like, Lopez is, to me, like, such a... Everyone can hit threes, dude. Everybody. Except Giannis. And even he's hit a couple. But then you go to their bench. Brogdon uh-huh. is good. Brogdon is really good. Like, so salad. Solid salad. He's such a salad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, And then... Ilsova. Uh huh. And even George Hill. And Pat Connaughton. All these guys play good minutes. Yeah. All everyone. 
Like, you go to the game two. It was Silva with 17. Hill with 13. Brogdon with 14. Mm-hmm. Off the bench. Yep. They're deep. They're tough. So if you get to them versus the Warriors now, yeah. you're going star power versus nine deep. It's a, it's a real interesting little, Let's not go there. Let's save it for the next It's pod. a little interesting dynamic. But that's what's going to happen. We all know it. So Kawhi's come back down to earth. I mean, he had 31 the other night. Oh, he's played well, but he's the only one playing well. They just don't have enough, the Raptors. They don't. How the hell did they win almost 60 games? Um, I don't know, but I do know why they beat the Sixers. Yeah, because the Sixers are full of shit. No, I think it's because, one, Kawhi had an all-time great shot. Right. Obviously. But also, throughout that series, Ibaka played amazing. Yeah, he played well. And he's probably never going to do that again. So, Plus, the Sixers are just not as good as the Bucks. Oh, of course not. It's just simple. The Bucks are really good. Okay. And people need to wake up on that. Here's a good segue. Yeah, please. Since we're professionals. Sure. Philadelphia 76ers. That's the team we're talking about. Mm-hmm. Guy that plays for them, his name is Jimmy Butler. He's out. You see his Instagram? What do he say? Wait, why are you saying he's out? Go ahead, tell me. His Instagram post was uh, to the city of Philadelphia and my teammates. I'm right here. I got it. Thank you. To like Philly that. and my teammates. Thank you. 396,000 likes. But Jimmy Butler said the other day. It's, if a lot of people were speculating, like, this is him saying, I'm getting the fuck out of here. Yeah. Which doesn't seem very far-fetched. It doesn't seem far-fetched. He also was on uh, some show where he was talking about being out. I think he's out. He wants to get Max. I don't think the Sixers want to Max him. My opinion. That's a shame. It's a shame. I would like to see him there. Let me see what I can find on that. I, I think he should be there. And if I were the Sixers, I'd go all in because fuck it. Because there's one thing you're going to learn. Yeah. You don't know how long your window is going to last. It's true. It took you seven years to. They're build. right there, though. They're right there. Yeah. Keep it together. Mm-hmm. Get a different coach, which you're not doing. Yeah. That's smart. But that's the thing. Like they spent seven years doing the the process. Uh huh. And where's where's Markel Fultz? Where's Ner- <laughs> where's Nerlens Knowles? All this crap you had to go <laughs> through. Okafor. Okafor. Come on, bro. Okay, so you went through all that crap. Wait. Nothing- serious question. Where is Markel Fultz actually? In Orlando. Oh, right. Sheesh. There's nothing guaranteed. I forgot about that, dude. In this league. The bottom line is... Yeah, that's definitely If you true. got a chance, you got to take it. Don't say, all right, I'm going to let Jimmy walk and we'll figure it out. Nah. You're not going to figure it out. No, you're not. Pay him the money. Max Ben the next year. Max everybody, because this is it. Do what you got to do. Yeah. Go over the cap. Then figure it out. Figure it out. Financially. Not figure out, oh, who wants to play here? You no. got to make a run. Yeah. You got to make a run. And you got to get Embiid in better shape. Yeah. And that's it. Um, There should be a no milkshake rule for him. No milkshake For the whole summer. Yeah, stay uh, off the milkshakes. And there should be a take 500 jump shots a day rule for Ben Simmons. Pretty much. That should be the two rules for the summer. He needs to get up with uh, Dirk's shooting guy. Dude, honestly, he should get up with me. Yeah. At this rate. 
Yeah. Just get just shoot the ball, honest. Just just try. Get up with I haven't Dylan even Reese. seen him I haven't even seen him fucking try. That's the problem. It's true. I can't even picture his jump shot. Yeah. Can you picture it? No. I've never seen it. I've seen it. I've seen it. It's it's like there's like a hitch. It's, it's well because he's always thinking. Figure it out. Should I shoot this? I don't know. And then he does. And it's never good. But yeah, they just they need just need to max Jimmy, re-sign JJ, and just go for the fucking gusto. Yeah. Stop playing around. Stop playing around. I'm with you. And and honestly, maybe resign. I would say like you gotta max Jimmy Butler, but do you have to max Tobias Harris? Would you be disrespectful if you were like, okay, we can't max you, bro, but where are you gonna go? Do you want to play with us? Who wants to max Tobias Harris? Uh there's no he's, contenders. He's not a max player. No contenders, I'll tell you that. He's not a max player. If he can probably go if, get a max. If he's eating up twenty percent of your cap, you're fucked. Oh, I fully agree, but there's teams that'll do it. Who? Oh. Some shitty ass team. Like it, like Atlanta or something. Chicago. Yeah. The Bulls are done now. The Knicks. Somebody. Yeah, they're probably the Knicks. It's bad. <laughs> yeah. What would you pay if to, I was to buy his hair? You're a GM. You're in the, you're the Sixers GM. Yeah. You've decided you you're giving Jimmy his money. You're signing JJ. What Tobias Harris is good. For, what are you gonna, What are you trying to say? Fifteen to eighteen. Yeah, it's perfect. I, I think that's fair. Totally. Right. Yeah. I was like, yo, two years. Thir- Tobias Harris hasn't proven shit. Two years, thirty-two million. He, he's obviously a great player. He's an offensive player. He's good. He, he can get buckets. He's good. He hasn't proven anything where he's like, yeah, he's I need never 20, been an NBA twenty-seven million dollars. Like, if you haven't made an all-star game, I, I'm not giving you a max contract. I think that should be, like, a rule, like an actual rule. Like, how am I going to max you? You've been in the league like six no years. Like, no one's allowed. You've never made the all-star game. It'd be one thing if you it was two years. Yeah. Yeah, and it was just potential only. Tobias it, Harris will most likely never make an all-star game. That should be a rule. If you've never made an all-star game, you shouldn't be allowed to get the max. Will Tobias Harris ever be in an all-star game? Probably not. He almost made it this year. Almost made it. On, on the, the Clippers. Clippers. If he was in the East in the beginning of the year, he probably would have made it with those he, numbers. He didn't make it one year on the Magic, did he? I don't think no, so. No. Hell no. Yeah. Yeah, and I like Tobias Harris, but I do Max. Too. No. Let's let's not get crazy. So, um, yeah, so, I mean, Sixers, we'll see. I mean, Jimmy Butler's always been a little funny. He's not full Kyrie cooked, but... He's pretty cooked. <laughs> we can't forget what he did in Minnesota. He's second tier, definitely. He's second tier cooked. Mm. All right. I got a few NBA headlines. We'll go through them. Check this out. Dow Morey, he goes, he tweets, versus the Warriors, the last three years in the playoffs. The Rockets are 5-8. and eight. Uh-huh. The rest of the NBA. Uh-huh. 5-24. and 24. Yeah. The Rockets should be beating them. That's what I've been saying. But they just don't ever find a way to do it consecutively. That's crazy, though, right? It is sad. That's crazy. In three years. They lost 10 games total. In the playoffs. And half of it was the one team who they haven't. That means they're 30, they're 42 and 10 in the playoffs in the last three years. Yeah, why not? That is disrespectful. (laughs) 
Jesus. By the way, Draymond tonight, 2013 and 12. Wow. With four steals. He was everywhere. It's pretty good. Yeah, he's been playing really well. They said he got into shape late in the season. Like, dude, why don't you just get into shape during, like, before in the beginning the season? season. Well, I guess they kind of know. We're getting ready for the playoffs. So you feel like the first five months of the regular season is actually the off season? Those dudes don't give a fuck. For the Warriors? Yeah, they cruised. They're just like, all right. Yeah. No the, doubt about it. December, they, January, we'll start. They know that their run is we'll going to roll. They're going to be playing in June, and they need to be ready for it. Absolutely. <laughs> they do it every year. If anyone's going to know what they're doing, it's those guys. Well, yeah, they've been, been there. Exactly. Um, Let's talk about the draft lottery. Let's. I was honestly going to bring that up. Because uh, we had a pod the day of, the morning of the draft lottery. Yep. But we didn't get to speak about the results. Great. At least not on air. Yep. Um, I was panicking watching it. I know you weren't watching it live. I was not. I was coaching Little League. But I think... My phone was going off like crazy. <laughs> yeah. And I'm just like trying to stay calm. I think you even said that you weren't going to watch it though, just so you don't have a fucking... Well, you know, as a Knicks fan going in, I've Andrewism. said this repeatedly, but like I had not no reason to get my hopes up because yeah. it was like I was going to be heartbroken. Yeah. How are you feeling as a Lakers fan? Dude... That wasn't supposed to happen for the Lakers. Not at all. So I couldn't believe it when Chicago got called that early. Atlanta kind of got screwed. Mm-hmm. They had two picks and they ended up getting, what, eight and ten? Yeah. Which, I mean, you can still get good players, but, sure, but to have dropped. two picks, dude, like. They dropped, yep. Uh, Cleveland dropped to mm-hmm. five. Yep. Um, there's one more team. A Phoenix dropped three. Phoenix, yeah. Chicago dropped three. Yeah. Atlanta dropped three. Yeah. Washington dropped three. Washington, that was another one. And I'm just like... Memphis and where? New Orleans both jumped six spots. I'm like, where are the Lakers? Memphis and New Orleans jumped six spots. Why Lakers the, jumped, jumped seven spots. Why haven't the Lakers got called yet? Right. What's happening? And then it goes to the, the, uh, the last four, and it's Lakers, Knicks, Grizzlies, Pelicans, and I'm like, what? Yeah. The fuck? So at, at that point, you got to be thinking, there's no way the Knicks don't get number one. Right? Yeah. I don't know if you saw it at that point or even had that so window that to think point, about it. So at that point, I knew they were going to be top four. I got that text. And my first thought was, holy shit. Yeah. It's real. This is, we Because we, my experience with the simming the lottery was that the Knicks kept getting the fifth pick. Uh-huh. So I was like, okay. So they didn't get the fifth, and then I saw the Lakers got four. So I'm, I'm like, oh, fuck. Yeah. This is crazy. It was crazy to watch and just see Zion's face and, you know, the team. You know rep- Zion wants to go to the Knicks. Of course. We got to talk about that in a second. Um, But you must have been hyped. I was like, what? So fourth pick. I'll take the fourth pick. Absolutely. After that season we just had, it wasn't that bad. No. You know what I'm saying? Like You guys jumped seven spots. That's a huge... So let me ask you this. That's a huge piece. Do you think that this new way of doing things will kill teams tanking? Because this pretty much throw a monkey wrench in everything. It definitely uh, doesn't incentivize it anymore. But let me ask you this. Because 
I mean, even if you're horrible, there's yeah. no guarantee of getting even a top five or top right. Seven. But like, if you're like not great, no, you're not going to make the playoffs. Like, aren't you, you? It almost incentivizes like you to tank more for like teams that like don't even the need middle, to tank. the middle teams. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like ah, should we go for this eighth seed? It's probably going to be more we blow like it up. It's like blow it up. It's we probably going to be get more like what Aunt Davis did. Exactly. Well, yeah, actually, or just like whatever. I like, don't know. Oh yeah, we're just gonna not play this dude the last two weeks. Exactly. Or whatever. LeBron. Yeah. It's a weird precedent. I don't know if it solves the issue of tanking. I don't know what the the whole lottery situation. System, yeah. The system will never be perfect. I don't think. I don't think so. Either. Like no one's gonna be happy with it because if it's just worst record, first pick. Yeah. Then everyone's just gonna fucking tank if they're not gonna win the championship. Totally. Which is stupid. That's just gonna kill this season. Absolutely. I don't know. I don't know what the middle ground is. Like they've tried a bunch of things, and it seems like there's always someone pissed. So it's just I don't know. So but you're this Z- is what it is for now. So you're Zion, uh, the Knicks. Excuse me, the Pelicans get the first pick. Crazy. So now, all right, you're Anthony Davis. Uh huh. Do you want to stay on the Pelicans and play with Zion? If I'm Anthony now, it's Davis. funny because we had talked about this beforehand. How did you just break this mic, dude? I didn't do anything. It literally <laughs> just came off. Uh, we talked about this in the previous pod. Yeah. And if you're Anthony, I don't think anything has changed, but if you're Anthony Davis, what's a better situation than playing Anthony with, Davis. with Drew and Zion? Anthony Davis and Drew and Zion. You should be really good. Like, where else are you going to go? Would also, be, I don't know if there's a better... What would be better? I don't know if there's a better front court player yeah. to play with AD than Zion. Right. Because he's basically what Julius Randle was, but just better and more athletic. I mean, who would you rather play with at this Better point? passer. You're a younger player. Would you rather try and play with Zion and Drew, or would you rather play with LeBron? So you pretty, To be honest, I'd rather play with Zion. Right, right? Wouldn't you rethink this? Yeah. Now, if you were Zion, mm-hmm. would you try and strong arm your way out of New Orleans before you even get there? I know that's gangster as fuck. I don't think so. But he has the power, right? I think he might do that, uh-huh. in all honesty. You think so? But I wouldn't. Because what's what's more beneficial for a young guy like that to be playing next to someone who's a perennial all-star but anthony davis still wants to be traded okay but yeah if he if he stays i'm saying right then they're gonna be like not a legit contender for the ring but they're gonna be in the playoff picture and he's gonna be playing big minutes in big games right so like if you're 19 and starting to figure out what you're doing in the nba that's like a much better spot than someone like trey young last year or even luca who they like they just kind of gave him the keys and they're just like okay do whatever you want and then they're playing meaningless games for fans that don't give a fuck. Right. I'd rather play. I'd rather try to win 50 games this year. You know what yeah. I'm saying? I mean, for Zion, I feel like he is. Like, I heard an interesting question on the Bill Simmons podcast when he talked with his homie Joe House. Who do you think's been more hyped? Zion, when he came out. Oh, I didn't hear that. Episode. Or LeBron. Um, 
I feel like that's really close. It's really close. Um, I feel like it still might be LeBron, though. I feel like LeBron... Maybe creeped. not just because there wasn't, like, social media and shit. Right. So it's probably, like, easier to feel like Zion has more hype. Mm-hmm. But, like, LeBron was on TV, like, every fucking two seconds. Sure. So it just felt crazy. But that's also the only place we were looking to see things. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? I know exactly what you're saying. I mean, I feel like without LeBron, there would have never been a Zion hype. Like That's Le- very true. Like, LeBron pioneered yeah. a whole new level of hype. Even Anthony Davis had hype. Yeah. You know? But. Not like this, but. So, LeBron definitely gets his own category. But Zion, we've been following this dude since like junior sophomore year yeah, on youtube house of highlights overtime totally. ball is life you know he was dunking on like little white dudes <laughs> yeah, that shit was funny and it was kind of like you didn't even know if this dude could hoop i thought it was like bullshit yeah i like, thought i thought it was like a joke like it was some dude that was like 28 it didn't make sense and i was like Who's like this dude? did you even like know he was good at hoops until like senior year i didn't know he was good until duke right I knew like I knew who he was. Like senior is like, oh Zion's like one of the bigger, better recruits. It was like, oh, the guy who just dunks on all those little white dudes? Oh, he actually can hoop. Then he gets to Duke. Yeah. And it's like this guy can really play. Yeah. And like Well then cause you see him next to RJ Barrett, who I've also known who he was. Yeah. But it wasn't like a YouTube highlight thing. It was like this guy's moving up the rankings and being consistent. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like this guy's a ball player and then you see him next to him. And he looks better than him, and you're like, oh, word. Sure. This dude's a fucking man. Yeah. So, Zion, super brand savvy. Mm. Super, just like, superstar. It honestly seems like he's the next LeBron. Yeah. In terms of the way he's going to handle things. For sure. Like, not only a super athlete and just yeah. you know jumps out the gym that whole thing obviously but the way lebron from the beginning the way lebron was off the court and the yeah. way he like the way he handled like everything with nike and just the, handled the pressure he was composed i mean he was great from the beginning he's just cool as a cucumber which at all times. in his spot i feel rare. like zion has that in him i agree if I was Zion, Which is fire. the one thing I'd sit and think about is, especially if Anthony Davis is like, nah, I still want to go. The one thing I would really think about is, does New Orleans even deserve me? Like, mm. no offense to New Orleans, mm. but if I'm going to be playing in front of 12,000 people who don't give a fuck, yeah. I don't want to play there. Because if they didn't rally behind Anthony Davis, are they going to I feel rally? like this makes them give a fuck. I'd hope so. I but read somewhere that, that there was like a few thousand... York. That dude should be playing in New York. Because it would be yeah. the best thing for the NBA. The The NBA... Yeah, like, but like also the, like... The, the, they like would still small, suck though. They would still suck, but like... Katie and Zion? Like the NBA is big. And it's gotten a lot bigger. Mm-hmm. And big players can still come out of small markets. Mm-hmm. But guess what? That's only happening because there are no fucking big players in New big York. markets. Yeah. Yeah. If there were stars in New York and Chicago, yeah. 
Westbrook guys, wouldn't be as big of a star as he is. Exactly. I agree. And if Russ was in New York or Chicago, he would be way bigger. He'd sell triple the fucking uniforms. I agree. So freeze the damn envelope, NBA. So no, but Zion, <laughs> like, if Zion was like, yo, I'm not signing with you. Yeah. Trade my ass in New York. Go get the third pick and some pieces. Because I ain't playing in New Orleans. But I'll you're go saying- play in China. I'll go play in Europe for a year. Like, I'm not putting my name on that contract. Yep. So go do something. Because I see how Anthony Davis was the man here and no one cared. I'm not trying to be that. I know in New York, I go dunk on people. I'll be the number one fucking celebrity in the NBA. I read somewhere that there was like a few thousand season ticket sales. Oh, just renewed? Like the next day. Yeah, good. Good for them. That's sick. Yeah, well, it's deserving because he's going to be a lot of fun to watch. Mm -hmm. (sighs) Damn, I really wanted him on the Knicks. We'll see. But So are you saying that he should do that? Like yeah, because a, I'm make, a Knicks fan. No, no, no. But just make a public statement. Nah, just just go to the them scenes, and be like, "Yo, behind the scenes, just be like, if you want this to work out I'm for not, you, I'm not trade. I'm not signing here. Trade me. Yeah, I'm not signing here. I don't want to play here. I don't want to play here. And if we'll AD, see, man. If AD's out, I'm out. Yeah. I don't know. I That's just a want, damn shame, huh? So then, no, uh, you know, Memphis gets the second pick. They're going to take Ja Morant. The yeah, Knicks get sure. the third pick. And they got to take R.J. Barrett. Yeah. And then the fourth pick is up in the air. But the consensus has been Jarrett Culver. Uh, I disagree. From Texas Tech. Who do you like? I think the consensus has been Darius Garland. Oh, Garland at the four. That's what I've heard most. Oh, nice. It's, what's funny is, personally, <clears throat> I like Garland for the Knicks at three. Yeah. Garland is become one of my underrated prospects and the deal with garland is he's a scoring first point guard shades of shades of dame lord yeah uh but tore his meniscus so he didn't play last year really Mm -hmm. was pretty much he was the number one point guard in the beginning of the season Mm -hmm. all all uh sec first team preseason yeah uh had some good games versus you know not nothing great competition hurt his knee was out the whole year I like Garland more than R.J. Barrett. It's bold. Yeah. I'd rather him. I like R.J. Barrett, though. Here's the thing. Yeah. He just doesn't pass. From the Lakers' perspective, they're not going to have whoever that is. They're trading. They're trade. They're using that as a piece, as a chip. Mm-hmm. The biggest one they got, yep. probably, at this point. Especially with Ingram getting hurt. Because LeBron doesn't want to play with more young guys. Hell no. He wants to ship all them motherfuckers. And I don't blame him. But that fourth pick, that's valuable. Definitely. That's why I was hyped. That could really be a a player in getting somebody. I don't know who it's going to be or what yeah, it's going to happen. But. Most of the mock drafts I've seen, I've seen Culver. Interesting. But if Garland's moving up, I wouldn't be surprised at all. I like Garland a lot. He's great on ball screens with the ball. He can shoot. He can shoot. That's what I'm saying. If they play under, he just lets it fly. And if he plays over, he's good at He's not super athletic, but he can shoot. Yeah. And he's crafty. I, I think guys like him now in the NBA, like, they survive. I mean, if you can shoot, you're always going to find a way. So you're ready to trade that for Anthony Davis. I don't fucking want Anthony Davis. Yeah. I don't want him. Yeah. 
just, uh, I don't want him. Um, I'm just saying I think that's going to happen. Not necessarily for Anthony Davis, but they're trading that pick somewhere. You think the Knicks keep their pick? Unless it's for Anthony Davis. Yeah. I could see that, actually. What do you think about R.I.J.? Um, Besides the fact that he has my son's name. I think he's good, obviously. Mm-hmm. He's he's like NBA, like body, and like uh, the way he knows how to like draw fouls Yeah, is very like, he's like savvy. Does he give you Wiggins vibes? Mm. Because I heard that as a comp and I shivered. I don't think so. Thank God. No, I think he's I think he's way smarter than him. Yeah, he's like already. Andrew Wiggins takes dumb shots. I feel like RJ Barrett doesn't really do that. Yeah. Maybe I'm wrong. I haven't watched I mean, him a from ton. What, from what I've seen from Barrett, though, he definitely needs to work on a shot selection. Mm. And there was a lot of times when I watched Duke play where I was like. Why is he? The, he just has good the size. Ball dominant dude when they have Zion. Yeah, but he also has ballsy, which is in, good in a way that Wiggins isn't. Like Barrett's almost like the guy that's like, "Give me the ball." That's good though. I like that. Yeah. He does. I wonder if the NBA game will do him better because it'll just be more spread out. Yeah, because he can get to the rim. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, but I he feel can't like he shoot. Yeah. That's never good in the NBA. Not a great shooter. I feel like he could be a good shooter, though. Okay. Yeah. You think KD wants to play with RJ Barrett? I think KD... Don't give a fuck. Just wants to go to New York. He's going to get buckets no matter where he goes. I know, but like, you know, it's like... Ship him. All right. We'll see. John Moran's going to be fucking nasty. On Memphis. Yeah, but... Go be the next Mike Conley. Sick. No Mike, Conley, Mike Conley's out of there. Out of there. Where is he? Where do you think he ends up? Detroit. Really? Or Indiana. Indiana would be way better. Or the Lakers. That would be fine. Or the Celtics. Also great because Kyrie's out of there. Kyrie's gone. So you got to think. There's going to be so much happens in the summer. It's going to get spicy. It's funny because when Mike Conley signed that tr- that deal, I was like, that is God awful. Yeah, horrible. And you know what? There's only two more years, though. It's not bad. It's actually one more year. Yep. And then a team option? I think it's two more years. I think it's a player option. Oh, okay. Two more years. But you know what? He's pretty good. He's still good. He's only like, what, 32? Yeah. I think it's going to be fine. He's he's still good. It it, it turned out better than I thought. On the right team, I mean, the Grizzlies sucked this year. It's not even... So it, it didn't really... It hasn't really been that great for them. Yeah, yeah. I mean... The, their run is over. No, it's they not a good contract that they gave him, but it's not like they well, can't like, get rid of it. If you trade, exactly. Yeah. It's not, it doesn't scratch the surface of John Wall's contract. You're not going to be able to get rid no of it. No one's taking that. No one. Nobody. And, but you know what? Let's not act like if John Wall doesn't come back healthy and in shape and hoops, that all of a sudden some team who needs a star doesn't take a run at him. Because only two years ago, John Wall was arguably one of the best players. John Wall was one of my favorite players. Yeah. So, so nothing against him. You know, John Wall this year was out of shape. But I think he's going to be making like $47 million in it's 2023. It's going to be scary. So, what? That's <laughs> that's an insane level. I said that like to be funny, but I think it's actually... If you're the Wizards, do you trade Brad Beal? I think that's close to it. Um, 
And just blow this shit Possibly. To the Lakers. Right. Love it. To the Knicks. No, no, no. That's impossible. I would would trade the third pick for him. It's impossible. I would. I would love that. I love Bradley. Everyone knows that Bradley Beal, his name. Okay, so Brad begins with a B. Yeah. Beal begins with a B. Alliteration. It's alliteration. Mm Mm-hmm. The Wizards jerseys, what color are they? Blue. Also begin to the B. Where is this Triple color? Triple B's. <laughs> Nick's jersey's color is orange and blue. There can't be four B's in a row. <laughs> so he has to go to the Lakers, which is purple and gold. And what's Lonzo's old sneaker company? Triple B's. All right. You're, that's You're out of here. You're that's done. the NBA <laughs> Illuminati free agency edition. Let's go. <laughs> What the fuck? Yeah, I'm a little tired. Anyways. That was tight, dude. Speaking of being out of here. That was tight. Uh, Tyreek Evans is out of here. Oh, man. That's sad. That's sad. What do you think he was doing? Wasn't weed. Coke? LSD? These were the... Let's fill you guys in. These were Tyreek the, Evans is in the NBA. Plays for... Well, not anymore. He was, played for the Pacers last year. Yeah, he's fucking good. And he had a good year the year before Memphis. Got a contract. And got he had like a resurgence, and, and I got loved kicked it. Kicked out of the league for two years, and the only reason it, it's a second offense, right? Yeah. And on this list of drugs, it either is LSD, coke, uh, heroin, heroin, meth. Dude, like, it's like real what? shit. So if you were, to, I would probably say he was smoking crack, sniffing coke. Maybe. What are you? What is he doing? I don't know. Oh, that sucks, man. Well, you know, listen. I haven't seen any, I haven't seen that in like a long time. It's rare. Last it's usually guy, like I was thinking Chris Anderson. It's usually like you get fined. Yeah. And then like Chris Anderson. Yeah. And he came back though. That was the last guy I remember. Who else? Anyone else? OJ Mayo. OJ Mayo. No. Fuck that guy just really He was blood. a fucking book. He's man. like out. They didn't even give him two years, right? Like he's gone. Yeah. I don't know. I know he's not back in the NBA. I know that. That's sad. He's probably he probably plays overseas though. I hope those dudes are all right. Yeah. I hope he gets it together. I hope Tyreek Evans gets it together. Yeah, I saw something the Pacers posted. Uh, you know, they're gonna offer him some help, some rehab, something. I don't know. Wow. Well, so now is this contract voided? I just want to know. I think so. Off the books. I think so. Wild. What do you want to know? How. Okay, let's say you just let's say you were smoking crack. Sure. I've never smoked crack. Me neither. I would assume that you haven't. Nope. But I just feel like if I smoked crack, I wouldn't play basketball after that. Right. Or like I wouldn't be good at it. Yeah, I mean, Tyreek Evans there's is, definitely been dudes in the NBA who've smoked crack. Tyreek Evans is good. Like especially in the 80s, the 80s. Lamar Odom too. Yeah, the 80s had a big yeah, yeah. I just read a thing that Lamar Odom used a prosthetic prosthetic penis to pass drug tests for the 2004 Olympics. That's fire. That's how much crack Lamar Odom smoked. That's like another level. That's like, I gotta go to the piss test Yo. with a fake dick. Yo, man, can I, can I borrow your fake dick? Right, can I, I borrow gotta... your piss? Piss in this bag for me, homie. It's like, bruh, stop smoking crack. That shit's scary. You need help. Yeah, it's highly addictive. <laughs> Clearly. But you know, it's like, in 2019, like, obviously, I know meth has been a huge problem in this country for a while. 
especially when you get to the middle of the country, but like crack, you don't really think about it as much anymore. But that's because that just seems such like an old school move to smoke crack. It does. Maybe there's something else. He might have been doing coke. Yeah, it doesn't. Yeah, you're right. It doesn't have to be crack. Whatever it was, though, it was fucking hard. Yeah, and, and it's and serious because you can't. I don't. I just. I don't understand how you're high on anything. Two of that, years of that level, and you're just a, a professional athlete still. Doesn't make any sense. I mean, it was the end of the season, so who knows? But he also did not have a great year. Yeah, yeah, but still, like. He still scored points in an NBA game. Yeah, like he didn't fucking fall down or like, you know? I know what you mean. Didn't get his ass busted. If you and I smoked crack and tried to play. Yeah, even in my backyard. It'd be bad. I wouldn't, I couldn't dribble probably. That just goes to show you how good of a basketball player he is. Nuts. He scored buckets while on drugs. This is going off the rails. Yeah. But keep your hold your head up, Tyreek Evans. Yeah, man, it's sad. Get I li- better. I like. I, I know like he's it. a f- friend friend of the pod, so no doubt he li- he's listening. No doubt. Um, anything else hoops related? Um, we'll get to that Wu Tang doc. Don't know. Maybe he'll come to me. Let's go to the Wu Tang doc. Let's do that. I watched two episodes last night. It's four episodes on Showtime. Are you done with it fully? I watched two episodes last night, two episodes this morning, because I could not do anything else until I finished it. Yeah, so, so good. I, I literally had coffee, got some work done right when I woke up, and then yeah. I just sat in front of my computer for two hours and finished it. I loved it, too. Dude. Tell me your thoughts. Literally made me so happy. Yeah. Uh, just just off of straight nostalgia. like that's I grew up on that shit. Me too. Like, I'm younger than you, so I didn't grow up on it on li- like live lifetime yep i was a little boy when they were having their run for real yeah but when i was you know 13 14 all you know all the way up to 17 18 that was what i was listening to like exclusively wu-tang and in tribe and big l nas and all that shit and wu-tang just made me have dude i don't know it just listen to all that I i haven't really revisited that music in a while right so it just it gave me like such a reappreciation for it. Sure. And I was like, yo, these motherfuckers are really out here, like really killing it on a global scale off some grimy ass, rugged street rap music. <clears throat> That's nuts. Like nobody does that now. No. Like if you made music like that, you can have a fan base and you can do well, but like you're not, you know. You're not going to be superstars. I mean, mind the fact, mind you, the fact that they're a group of nine guys. Dude, that's nuts. I was in fifth grade. So I was like 12. No, no, no. I was like 10, 11. What, when 36 Chambers? Yeah. So let's think. That was 94, right? Yeah. So I was 11. And at the time, I was living in this apartment with my mom and my uncle who ended up getting divorced from my aunt, so I don't even really call my uncle anymore, but he was like the cool uncle. Yeah, yeah. He was a DJ, had all the records, and at the time, he was taking me to karate every week. Mm. So one day he picks me up, and he was always putting me on a shit, and he goes, yo, have you heard the Wu-Tang Clan yet? And I'm like, who the fuck <laughs> is the Wu-Tang? He's like, dude, I'm 12. Yeah, I'm 10, <laughs> I'm 11. I'm like, who's the Wu-Tang Clan? Nah. 
and he's like, yeah, you ever heard of Method Man yet? And he plays me Method Man on the tape. And I was just like, this is the greatest thing I've ever heard. I remember it to this day. I was yeah. in his Chevy LeBaron on the way to karate. Yeah. Bro, he played me that, protect your neck. I was, bro, you had to pick the pieces of brain off yeah. the car because my head fucking exploded. I was like, bro, I need this tape. Give me this tape. He bought me the CD when it came out. I remember when Wu-Tang Forever came out, I must have been in ninth grade. I went to Sam Goody the day that shit dropped. Yeah. You know, it's funny because I haven't listened to Wu-Tang in a while, but I went back and started listening to some of their stuff after the documentary. Dude, I'm going to listen. I knew every song. Totally. Yeah, I was I like, know. I know every one of these songs. For sure. In in Every song they played in the documentary, I was like, I the used year to the, the W shits. dropped, which I think was my sophomore year. I think that was ninety nine. I fucking, I, or two thousand. I DJed a party. And I didn't even know how to DJ, and the first song I played was the Jump Off. The you already know. First song. <laughs> That's how you jump it off, dog. Because it's so fire. Yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah. Seriously, such a good documentary. I'm gonna listen to all of those solo albums. Like this week. What's your favorite? To be honest, I haven't like dove into them like where I would appreciate them. Like I think I listened to all those when I was like fifteen, and I was sure. like, "All right, cool." And then I just went to like the Wu Tang cuts. Mm-hmm. But I remember, I think uh, the Raekwon shit is probably my favorite. Yeah, me too. That ugh. I love. I, I mean, I love me some ghosts. It's hard not to. Supreme clientele. Yeah. Liquid Swords, obviously, Jizza. Liquid Incredible. That's that's. I haven't listened to that album. <laughs> That's why when that documentary made me go like, so, I need to listen to that. So crazy. I feel like Jizza was hella slept on, and maybe that was just from my eyes. Hella slept on. Right? He is? If you know, you know. Yeah. With Jizza. If you know, you know. Yeah. I feel like he was like the sleeper. Method Man was obviously the Cause star. Because he wasn't like, he was like the least like flashy out yeah. of the ones that had like uh, he actual solo like success. Yeah, exactly. He was like, nah, but I'm fucking like, I'm out here. Bro, so many great songs now. Inspect the deck too. I think was slept on. I, you know, he had he murdered some features. Obviously, above the clouds. He and he always he, shined on the Woo records, but he always shined on the. But Woo I feel records. like he never had Bro, like solo shit though. Really, not right? crazy. No, I. He, I mean, it's the, weird how that happens. The above the clouds feature. He was always great on other people's shit. Yeah. He was always great on other people's shit. He looks like JB Smooth now. He does have that look a little bit. I saw that. I was like, is that JB Smooth? But it was good to see them all in the same room. It was sad. The ODB stuff was really sad. Definitely. Um It was sad when not obviously he passed and that was sad and his mom was talking about it. But also like when he got out of jail. Oh. And Dame Dash came in like a vulture. And had nothing. Oof. And how about his punk ass manager asking Rizza his? Oh name? my god, that shit made me. Yo, I literally like stood up. I was watching it by myself. Oh, so, oh, what's your name? He's like, I'm the Rizza. He said, Oh, what's up, man? I'm Jesse. What's your oh, name? Oh, I thought you were taller. Rizza goes, you... you don't know my name, bro. And he's like, Oh, are you the Rizza? And he's like, Yeah, I'm fucking world famous. Like. You know exactly who I am. That dude. kid needing to get smacked the fuck. I'm up. really surprised the way Rizza handled that. He looked at him like you're a clown. He was like, "What dog?" Mind you, fucking ODB's his goddamn cousin. 
That's what I'm saying. It's like, like get the fuck. Oh, out you of manage here. ODB. Not yeah. like Riz is like a you're world a famous person, but you're managing ODB and After you don't you know what the jail, RZA looks vulture, like. Vulturing him. Come on, poor ODB. Well, you know one thing that I realized. No, that phone that that phone call was sad. That he had with Divine was sad. Um, you know, listen. I mean, he also didn't write his record, so he probably also, didn't get a lot of pub. Yeah, I didn't realize that. Also, who the fuck was filming all this? Yeah, I know. Like, while it was going on. Somebody. Like, some I of those mean, sessions and just, like, random... I'm glad they did. Like, when they were in the kitchen arguing about splits and shit. See, that's just so... Like, fu- who's filming this? It might have this? been, for like, MTV shows, B-footage, anything. And but there was some it. of that that was, like, really, like, personable stuff. Yeah. That wouldn't be for, yeah. like, a show or something. It might have been, because they might film everything and it and then never not use came a lot out. Of it. And then yeah. they, like, went to the vaults. It's nuts. Yeah, that business stuff is interesting with those guys. Uh, I, was, yeah, so what were you saying before? Um, that I was like, save it for the pod. Oh, right. So, sorry for ruining things for the doc, but nah, all this yeah, shit already spoiler happened. Spoiler alert. So, yeah, you. go watch it. This is it. real. Just nah, watch it. go watch it, though. Even if we tell you too much, it's still it, worth it's watching it. It's super interesting. Um, so, that the new Wu-Tang album, new as in, what, three years ago? Yeah, Once Upon a Time in Shaolin. It was like an art piece. Yeah. Right? So Put together by the biggest stan of all. <laughs> yeah. That dude like literally Silver just Rings. like clean Riz's balls. So this dude named Silver Rings. He's from somewhere overseas. Random. And he's just a dude that raps. Riz met him at a show. He signed him on the spot to do like this global label type of deal. Yeah. Whatever. So they come up with an idea to basically do... Uh, a, an album that's treated like an art piece like a sculpture or yep. any piece of art that's just like a one of one and it gets put into big auctions one person owns it and that's it because music is always you know you can multiply it make millions of them and sell them that way they're distributed differently so Absolutely. art it's, it is interesting that music seems to be like kind of the only yeah. art in that way that's made that way and sure. always been uh, consumed that way right so I think that's a really dope idea. Right. But the way they executed it was fucking whack. And totally. I, I didn't know any of this. Yeah, so I don't think basically... Any, Silver, no one know any of this, right? Silver Rings, no. He, he pretty much... Because the the idea behind his method of mythology was 36 Chambers, the guys didn't know what it was going to sound like until RZA played it for him. Right. Basically, all these dudes... They were just cutting verses. Cutting verses on beats... Figuring it out, and RZA produced it, and yeah. edited it, and put it together in a way that became a classic. And then I said, "Yo, album. guys, here's the album. It's like a movie." And everyone like hears Ghost it said. before it comes out, and they're like, "Wow, we love this." So Silver Rings thought it it would be cute to attempt to do the same kind of thing. Yeah, but without being in the same room or anything. <laughs> yeah. So one by one, he reached out to members of the Wu-Tang. Because he had the relationship yep. through Riz already. And when basically would be like, yo, I need a feature. Yo, hop on this beat. Yo, here's, here's five grand. Yeah. And basically just had dudes rapping on tracks with no concept yeah. or idea. And this is not long ago. This is four or five years yeah, ago. Yeah, and then obviously it became, you know, Riz's only defense was of how popular the idea became and then how that asshole guy squatted for, yeah. for a million and the whole nine. So it was like a bunch of press, but it was a pretty ugly way of doing it. 
Yeah. And it was a pretty awkward time. Cause so, so basically, he made a Wu-Tang collaboration, him and RZA, without everyone in Wu-Tang knowing that there was a Wu-Tang album coming out. Exactly. And then they found out, just like we did, yep. there's a Wu-Tang album, and they're like, how the fuck is there a Wu-Tang album? I'm in Wu-Tang. Exactly. I don't know nothing about this. And, and they're like, oh, for this is the feature dollars. that I did for so-and-so, yeah. and I got five grand. Yeah. That's what kind of shit is that? It's not cool at all. So that shit was fucked up. That was fucked up. But what I was saying is, mm-hmm. prior to this, Wu-Tang Productions was their company. Sure. Started by RZA, basically, and, and his brother. Right? hmm So after everything started breaking down, people were doing solo shit. Yep. You know, the group wasn't necessarily stoked about being in a group anymore. Mm-hmm. People had egos. People were superstars. Yep. Meth, Ray, Ghost, all could just be solo rap artists and do sure. their own shit. So they're all signed to Wu-Tang. Technically, yep. it's not. I thought that was interesting too because I never knew that either. I never knew it was like, yeah, it was almost like the first like independent, mm-hmm. like because they were signed to a major, but like, yep, loud. They had their own shit, their own shit, which I feel like that wasn't a thing. Really, any dude could go get his own deal, right? But then you had to pay when it comes to Wu Tang, totally. So RZA let everybody out, everybody out, which killed the business. And he he even said he was like that was the dumbest business decision probably ever by anybody because yep. I lost hundreds of million dollars over the years that we. But this one of the do- dopest things he said and he said it to Divine was, "You can't keep somebody if they don't want to be there." Right. Which was fire. He's like, even if we have them, we don't have them. Exactly. That's yeah. what he said. Yeah. Great line. Hundred percent. And it's he's, it's true. Because what the fuck is the point? What are we? Okay, there's no albums coming out. We make no more money. No one makes money. Yep. You know, and they're all, you know, they're all best friends. They grew up together. Sure. Quite literally. Like, they're even family, a lot of them. Absolutely. RZA, Jizza, and ODB, ODB were cousins. Yep. And Divine's their brother. Mm-hmm. Crazy. So, he basically let them all out off of the strength of he loves them. And he's yep. like, go do your thing, make your money. I still got Wu-Tang, right? Yep. So, that was kind of like unselfish and kind-hearted to let him do that, even though it's probably the right thing to do anyway, but... Technically, on paper, he didn't necessarily have to. Right. Right? So, that's why, like, when he did the other thing, it was surprising. But in my mind, it, it kind of almost, like, evened out. Mm. Because they would have technically almost owed RZA money. Not actually, but, like... I understand They could have... RZA could have made way more so money. So, you left me with Wu-Tang. This is what I'm going to do with it. Yeah. And it was fucked up the way he did it, but... Fucked up. I understand. But if he just wanted to be a dick... You know, ten years before that, and say no one's getting off Wu Tang. Yeah, what could have anyone have done? Nobody Nothing. knew what the hell they were doing. For sure, that's the craziest thing to me. And, is that yeah. between the? Sorry, I'm just going off. But Go between the nine rappers in the group, mm-hmm. in the three, four manager, whatever, power, divine, whoever it was, right? Yep. Twelve, thirteen of these dudes. None of them had a fucking clue. About the music industry, it's true. How to make money, how to how to maintain it, even less than like I do right now. Sure. <laughs> and they were just fucking killing it for they like. They had a hustle mentality. Decades, dude. But they they self sabotaged. Yeah, for sure. When they pulled off the Rage tour. Yeah, yeah. And they they didn't want to be the Hot ninety seven shit. They the Hot ninety seven thing. They didn't want to go all the way. Yeah. And they were still massive. That's what I'm. They're still massive right now. Yeah. Like, that shit's, bro, Wu-Tang, bro. It's Wu-Tang. Wu-Tang. That's like, anybody knows. My mom knows what Have that is. Have you signed on the Wi-Fi in my house? 
Yes. The password is Wu-Tang something. And the network is called Wu-Tang Returns. That's crazy. Yeah, I love Wu-Tang. <laughs> Bro, this shit, I'm, I fucking love I'm literally about to get a Wu-Tang tat. I'm literally getting it. I respect it. I told Dre in the in the DM. Mathematics made that logo for $400. I know, dude. Oh, my God. You know how many fucking merch items they sold with that on it? I mean, a lot. Millions of dollars. Millions. You should have gotten a royalty. It's insane. 1%, bro. He would have been a millionaire. <laughs> Give me 1%. Yeah, there's a lot to unfold. It The business shit gets weird. I don't... I have a hard time understanding divine me too i'm like did he fuck these dudes over or, or what not. yeah exactly i really can't get a read because he's like completely but i'm ambivalent to it all he's yeah. like meh yeah these guys fucking bit the hand that fed him but he also didn't know shit about music business either and he kind of learned it as they went he didn't you know and it there's also something to be said of like we created this company we fronted the money it's all going to funnel through the... We mm-hmm. pay these guys when mm-hmm. they need to be paid. Yeah. But then a lot of the guys felt other way. It kind of seemed like he didn't screw them over to me. Mm. kind of feel like he was trying his best to do the right thing all the time. Right. And like everyone didn't get it. I mean, I think it, it's got to be incredibly challenging to spread your money around... Nine ways, dude? Nine ways. Like Now, what? here's the thing. It's, you know... If your label is, if it's going through Wu Tang Productions and they're getting twenty percent, yeah, you know, and then it's got to go nine other ways after that. After the eight, yeah, with you the eight. I mean, so you take a hundred. It's like, all right, we all get nine percent. You know what I mean? What the fuck? It's intense. <laughs> that shit's crazy. And then, oh, you got a, your own little side manager. Right, he gets a piece. You're not making a thing. Yeah. Even if you have a bigger song. That shit splits crazy. That's what I'm saying. I feel like they probably all felt like they were supposed to be making more money because of how massive everything was. Yeah. But probably didn't really understand the actual breakdown of sure. like, and who and gets what like, and why. Look at it like this. RZA produced all those songs. He should be fucking rich, and I'm pretty sure he and is. And he public- he's getting publishing on every one of those songs. Everyone's solo album, too. Exactly. So his output is just way more. He's doing the most work. And spending the most he's time. like the head of the label essentially. Yeah. So he's he's eating. He set himself up. Yeah. He understood, you know. Um, but even like towards the end when they were having that, you know, argument, whatever. Yeah. And this was way after they've they did the Rage tour. They did all. They did all. They traveled. They were world famous. All made a fuck ton of money. Sure. And Ghostface is like, yo, if me and you go get a deal. And you and it's a million dollar deal. What are you taking? And Divine goes, if we make a million dollars, you're getting eight hundred. I'm getting two hundred. Yep. I'm getting twenty percent as your manager. And yeah. then goes, is like fuck that. I want my full million. But he's not his manager, right? But even so, he was just like, why is anyone making any money from what I'm doing? And like they were, all, they just all seemed like they weren't, yeah, savvy at all. And they just like were pissed about things that they weren't necessarily educated on. Well, you know, it's one of those things where it's like, if we're allowed to be independent as our own guy, then why mm-hmm. do I got to give you that 20? Right. I make Wu-Tang money being me. Mm-hmm. Wu-Tang, I'm a part of Wu-Tang. So therefore, it's very confusing. 
It's challenging. It's, just, it's a crazy and... It's a challenging business model. Very unique dynamic. Because it's like, say we're in a group, mm-hmm. and I also produce it, mm-hmm. and then you're doing your solo shit, and it's like, well, no, no, you're in my group. Mm-hmm. You got to give me 20% of what you make. It's like, well, no, because I thought we each do our own thing. Yeah. No, but that, what I was talking about was yeah. Divine like got him the deal. Sure. Like it was like, you're going through me. Yep. And I'm taking commission on. Yep. No, I know, saw that. You know, so it was just that like, was a weird. I don't understand. That was a weird thing. Yeah. Everyone was like pissed, and it was just like people Yo, were pissed. So I think there's, I think there's more to it. I do, and I don't know what it is because I don't know what it they is don't they, even to this day. Like everyone's cool except Divine. No one talks to Divine. They talk to RZA. They're in the same. Nobody room talks to Divine except it's RZA. It's a little weird, but I think they've gotten over it. They interviewed this dude on his fucking boat by himself. They only get in the room together for business i yeah. don't really think they're hanging out but yeah but but they got respect even for that divine's not there and i think these guys understand too it's like it doesn't serve us to not get together right because like we can still make money as we're we fucking wu-tang, wu-tang yeah we can day. still make money as wu-tang <laughs> yeah we're still like, let's yeah. figure out the numbers and get this right so everyone's satisfied mm-hmm. but if we're never going to talk to each other again we're not gonna make any fucking money yeah and these guys are all out of point now too it's well like, it's not like people are itching for the new master killer album or no. what you know yeah no wu-tang are 50 like. wu-tang now is the most valuable brand of it all of course you know there it always was, was yeah you know these guys you know method man was a big star yeah but even so i think wu-tang was always bigger you're right maybe i'm wrong but it was close Wu-Tang is just such a recognizable, like, word. It is. That logo, you can see it anywhere. Wu-Tang. Like, that How was many just... times have you drawn that logo in your notebook? Bro, like, hundreds. Hundreds? Yeah. Hundreds. You know how I discovered Wu-Tang? How? It's a very different story than yours. Yeah. Because I'm younger than you by 10 years. 10 years? Chappelle Shell. Yeah. That's how I found Blue out what Financial? That... Yes. Diversify your bonds. That and the racial draft. Fire. Wu Tang. <laughs> bong bong. Yeah, yeah. Kanijiwa, bitches. Um, that's what I found out what that was. Because Chappelle Show was my shit. Of course. Uh, and I was just like, Wu Tang? What the fuck is that? Like, that just sounds crazy. And, so it, cool. and they were funny. So I look, whatever. And my dad my dad tells me, he's like, yeah, they're like some rappers. I don't know. My dad doesn't fucking know about rap. But he knows what it is. That's how big they are. Sure. So I go on LimeWire. Fire. And I just started downloading all the shit. Shouts to LimeWire. And that's when I was like, oh, this shit is over. Shouts to LimeWire. And that's how I got into all that whole pocket of Wu, Tribe, Nas, Big L. That's literally how I discovered like that. I love that. Like decade of music from Dave Chappelle. That's hard. And now like, that's like my life, dude. Like, yeah, I'm a fucking rapper now. Mo, Mo Staff in Common, those guys too? Yeah. Kanye. Talib, everything. Yeah. No, Kanye, I knew Kanye. Sure. Kanye was like my shit, but... Yeah. Yeah. It's nuts. Chappelle show, once again, proving why it's the GOAT. It literally, like, made me dive into, like, that culture. Sure. And now it's, like, the most important thing to me. And I, like, live it now. Like, I don't know. It's, it's crazy. I, it's funny because today... A little off topic, but today I went and worked with some inner city kids, and uh, 
at this uh, this this uh, place called VIP mm-hmm. in downtown Los Angeles. Really, really cool place. Uh, helps kids coming from violent backgrounds, violent neighborhoods. Uh, and so my friend Nikki organized it, and we got to make beats with kids and make songs with them and show them different things. Dope. So we were talking to this one kid, real shy kid, name was Cam. And he, you know, he wants to rap and he loves hip hop. Don't we all? And he, we got Spotify open, some speakers set up, and I'm like, "Yeah, play something." And he plays Common Resurrection, bro. Oh, what? I thought this you were gonna dude, say fucking. No, he's 15. He plays Common Resurrection. That's not even like. And then he plays the Common the f- record that you would think. Yeah, exactly. So then I was like, "Oh, you like Common?" He's like, "Yeah." I'm like, dope. I'm like, and I pull up like Water for Chocolate. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, this whole album right here is produced by Questlove and Dilla. You know who Dilla is? He's like, nah. Oh, you just changed that kid's life. I played him a joint and I just see him bopping his head. Dilla's like, yeah. And he's like, on. he looks at me and he doesn't really talk a lot. And he's just like, yeah. And I'm like, <laughs> can I play something else for you? And I open up Common B. Mm. And I'm like, this whole album is That's produced by Kanye. Mm hmm. He's like, oh, word. And I play him one joint. And he's just like, I mean, I fucked this kid up. And Dude. like, there might be a time, like 10 years from now, he's going to tell his story. Literally. And I'm that dude. Yeah, you're the Chappelle show. Yo, dude. but it was fire. Because why is this 15-year-old kid playing Common Resurrection? Because someone showed it to him. And, and his was, shit is tight. He was just like, I love the this. The shit is tight. Dude, that's like. Guess what, bro? I'm here to tell you something. No one's playing Little Pump 10 years from now. Yeah, facts. But Common Resurrection, which came out before that dude was even born. Totally. That kid played that. Me and my homies were all like, Bro, that kid was what born? do you know about this? That kid was born in 2004, dog. He was. That's actually the year he was <laughs> he born. 15, yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. And, and the other kid was 2003, and they blew my mind. Because I'm like, what year are you guys born in? Yeah. Yeah, and he said that. Because when he played that... Me and my homies were all like, what do you know about this? Well, yeah, well, I mean, just think about that, though. Like, when I discovered all that shit, yeah. someone probably heard me playing Nas. Sure. And he's like, what year are you born? I'm like, 1992. They're like, the fuck? Totally. Now that sounds normal. <laughs> but Absolutely. in 2003, when Not that for- kid was born, I was a little kid like that. So it's like, for sure. that's the dopest thing to me when that kind of age where you're just like you're just discovering everything and you're just like what like there's so much stuff and then you can just go in especially now like totally you can just he, that dude probably looked up 30 albums by the like since he left the place today absolutely you know what i'm saying just because it's like it's just at his fingertips so like he's just basking in it was crazy new information and that's just like it was so tight it's the most powerful I thing was, uh I was happy to pass it along, and and it, and it just made me think, like, great songs live, man. 100%. Oh, so much bullshit out there right now going to come and go, but, like, yeah. here's a song, 25 years old. old. Yeah, man. Yeah, it's 25 years old, you know, older than that. I tweeted today, I got my biggest goal is to make someone that outlives me. That's all you can do. And that's something that... That's all we can try and do as artists. That's basically, like, what RZA said in a short sentence, but yeah. he was just like, we've made... Oh, so much stuff that's gonna be here forever. For, yeah, forever. So it's like fuck all the money. We're family. Like yeah. so our friends died. Like yeah, 
we made songs that people are going to play for. He died at 35. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's way too young. It's nuts. He should still be here. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? He 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 was crazy, but that documentary is great. It's so good, man. It just it like lit the fuse in me. Let's go. Not that I even necessarily needed it, but it was just like Jesus, man. Like this shit is. Yeah. Shit is fucking real. Like these dudes really did this. Really did it off the off of knowing nothing. Nothing. So like, what's like just a, an energy and a vibe? And it's just crazy. Be, and just believed. That's the one thing. Uh, Made what, me want to fucking rap too, man. I'm about yeah. to. <laughs> I'm about to start tearing my fucking heads off. Let's do it. Protect your motherfucking neck. Swan on the mic like smoking Joe Fraser. How Hell do you Fraser. how do you come out with the first thing we call protect your neck? So hard. How much of a fucking G are you? I still remember hearing it. I the hairs on my my ten year old arms stood yeah, up. Bro. I was like, because I knew about hip hop. Because when I was eight, the scenario video was playing on yeah. on MTV. Yeah, and they were having so much fun. Totally. Busta Rhymes was so magnetic. Mm-hmm. I was like, Mom. My mom was like, Hey, Columbia House, pick a CD. I was like, Mom, only thing I want is that CD. I think those guys are the coolest dudes ever. She's like, Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> she was into like Tony Braxton. My mom would be like, Fuck no. Really? Oh, yeah. Oh, my, I was. It's funny because I have kids now and we're trying to figure out the line to draw. Yeah. Because my wife is like trying to censor it. Now, I I grew up watching and listening to anything I wanted. Mm, that's dope. I was this, I was watching like Freddy Krueger at like age six. Like no one ever stopped me. Yeah. And uh, with hip hop, she I mean she didn't care. I'm like my mom listened to like at that point like Whitney Houston and Tony Braxton and yeah you know so I just uh, I bumped that it was uh, low end theory. Fire. There you go. Try man, it never fails. So then I got into into Dela and at the time uh, Black Sheep was huge. Okay, I had but like Wolf and Sheep's clothing, all that shit is awesome, yeah. right? And not, I'm not taking anything away from it, obviously. Nope. But that, those are all like kind of in the same vein, yeah. And like they all kind of set out with the same intention and like from the same. Yeah, no, it's different. But, but when, Wu was just when like I heard Wu. So I like what's happening. I liked hip hop, but when I heard Wu Tang, it was just like what the fuck. I was like, I need this. Yeah, like I, the first song I heard was Method Man. M E T H O Man. Was so good. It's fire. I mean, I was just like, play it again, play it one more time. It's Before I get out, can you play it one more time? Yeah. Like I was obsessed. I love the Wu Tang Clan. My me wife, too, man. my wife was saw me watching the documentary. She's like, "You are into this." I'm like, "Dude, you I was on the edge of my fucking yeah, seat." Like, you don't this. get this. You don't. Kind of wish it. I watched it like with you or with someone that yeah, gave a fuck. Yeah, it would have been good. Because I was just like by myself. I was like, "Oh fuck!" Like it was great. It was I great. loved that one part. I know we're going off the rails with this, but we're deep. Uh, there was that one part where they brought it to forget the dude's name that was like playing all the videos and shit. Yeah, Ralph McDaniel's. Ralph McDaniel's. Who I've met many times. Crazy. Uncle Ralph. Um, Shouts to Uncle they, Ralph. They bring him the video. Well, like, you got to fucking play this. Like, you yeah, know. And he's like, all right. He's got the timestamp. He's like, on cool. It. Yeah, it's, yeah pr- it's, it's, good. it's pretty It's pretty cool. Let me know when you guys finish it. Yeah. He's like, no, no, just, you can just play it like that. And he's like, this shit's not even like edited. Like, It has timestamps. Yep. And there's shit's like, all over the place. They're like, yeah, that's good. It's fine. Just do it. We're ready. The single's out. Let's go. Let's go. And he's like, okay. <laughs> just played it and everyone loves it. And it's just like, 
I mean, it was almost like a part of the video. Yeah, because it was just raw was as shit. So raw. Well, that's what the even the the music would didn't even sound that good. Yeah, it was just like they're standing around, just smoking blunts and like dudes just rapping, and it's just like faintly, but it's like also nasty and right in your face. So good, it's crazy. Watch it. So, anyways, go watch that. Yeah. Um, yeah, we're almost eighty minutes deep. Oh man, I feel we, like Wu Tang was like forty of that. It was, but whatever. Shouts to the woo forever all right uh also nba live 2003 soundtrack was the first video game soundtrack to be platinum only had seven songs on it crazy try and figure out the songs without googling and we'll, we'll give you a prize <laughs> yo if you could do that i didn't even know one of them i didn't so. know any of them <laughs> any but shout out to that because that's a good tie-in that basically represents what we do nba music. live soundtrack that's music it. and basketball that's it Go hand in hand. At the Baseline Jam. All right. Well, that was All a right. good show. We'll come back at the end of the conference finals. Yeah, we'll get you a finals preview. I think it's going to be Bucks Warriors. Pretty safe we'll to say. We'll get in depth. Yeah. All right. Yeah, definitely. Until then. Peace. See ya.